I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and as always, we got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio as we actually try to help you slow things down just a little bit, divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense today. And uh, we're hoping to have uh, Mark Pope, uh, head basketball coach at BYU, join us from Indianapolis uh, shortly. And uh, we're just waiting to get him on the line, get an update of the Cougars as they get ready to play somebody, (laughs) either Michigan State or UCLA, coming up on Saturday. And uh, so they will wait to see who wins that play-in game. Those are two storied programs. Uh, But as always, uh, from Coach Pope, uh, there's so many leadership lessons and life lessons uh, that he's going to hit as we go through that. Uh, and we've got a jam-packed show today. Uh, David Abar is going to join us coming up at 1120. And uh, he's got some exciting things that he's doing as he expands uh, his business and his impact uh, into uh, China, into some different spaces, including Hong Kong. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. And uh, his connection to Dr. Napoleon Hill's uh Think and Grow Rich, uh, probably one of the most well-known books uh, on the planet. And the the principles there, again, always coming back to the principles of leadership that he is uh, sharing, uh, not just here and throughout the United States, but around the world uh, and into China, Singapore, and Hong Kong uh, coming up here in the months ahead. Also, Derek Brown will join us from uh, the uh, Republican Party, the state of Utah, will join us at 1135. And then Miles Hansen. Uh, from World Trade Center, Utah is going to join us at 11.50 today, uh, talking about an event they've got tomorrow uh, that includes former ambassador to China, John Huntsman. And uh, they are going to be talking about China and uh, its unique place in the world and how we all deal with that. We've been talking uh, this morning on KSL News Radio. Uh, of course, started the morning uh, with Tim and Amanda talking to Utah Junior Senator Uh, Mitt Romney, who has been talking about a partial boycott of the Beijing Winter Games coming up in 2022. Uh, For the World Trade Center Utah, they're going to look at all the complexities of doing business in and with China. And uh, they've got a two-day, three-day, excuse me, three-day conference uh, coming up that begins tomorrow. I'm going to help uh, facilitate some of that discussion. And uh, so we'll talk to Miles Hansen coming up at 1150 today. And uh, uh, if you missed the program yesterday... Uh, we we went through a, a couple of uh, our conversations with Coach Pope 
uh, from last year at this time. Remember, it was at this time last year when uh, BYU was on the verge of having a, a big moment at the big dance in March Madness and, uh, of course, did not happen as the NCAA announced uh, with many others in the sporting world that they would cancel their championship uh, for the year. And uh, anyway, we've got that. I've uh, just got a, a note from Coach Pope there. He's going to be jumping on. They're just looking for a space with some cell coverage. So we're just holding on uh, for just a second here uh, with Coach Pope. He's going to be joining us and uh, we'll get his thoughts on a year later and what a difference a year does make uh, as we uh, look at the NCAA tournament. And of course, uh, BYU is not the only Utah school there. Utah State will be playing uh, as well. And we'll track their progress as we go through the week. Also wanted to give a, a big shout-out to uh, BYU Women's Cross Country, who won the national championship yesterday. Truly extraordinary. That is a program uh, that has uh, just done some extraordinary things and capped it all off uh, with a great, uh, great victory there at the uh, Cross Country Championship. Uh, and so with that, let's, uh, let's cue the music as we bring Coach Pope in. It is the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most happy season of all. It is March Madness, and uh, we're really pleased to be joined now on the line uh, live from the bubble in uh, Indianapolis, BYU head basketball coach Mark Pope. Coach, thanks for making some time for us today. Hey, I, I am so sorry. They got us dug on the media parade here, uh, <laughs> so I know I'm going minutes late. Uh, how great is our, our cross-country team? I mean, how incredible is that? So hyped about that. Yeah, so awesome. And I loved how they, they uh, their whole motto of we're, we're not going to wait. We're going to work while everyone else waits to see what happens uh, was just such an incredible mantra there. And uh, really proud of, of that team. And uh, and now your team is uh, in a great place. Uh, we actually replayed yesterday on the show, Coach, uh, our conversation from a year ago uh, when you had to tell your players uh, that there was going to be no – happiest season of all, uh, no March Madness yeah. last year. And, and that important lesson you taught uh, in terms of the game only asked one question, and that is how are you going to respond? And so now a year later, uh, you're back in position. You actually have a date, a sort of date for the dance, one of two uh, option. But uh, what are the what's the leadership lesson? What's the message and principles you're uh, giving your players rolling into what will be a fascinating March Madness? Well, there's been so many learning. I mean, what a year of learning, right? It's just this, um, and it's all, it's all, you know, the great thing about sports, don't tell my guys this because, because we want them to believe to, to, you know, this idea of suspension of disbelief that's so important in any type of, um, you know, theater or cinema, mm. uh, is, is also applies to us. Um, the, the reason that sport is such an incredible, teaching learning venue is because you lose yourself in this idea that this is the most important thing in the world right yeah. and so it carries all the weight uh and the realness of 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 the most dramatic things in life even though it doesn't necessarily carry the, the harsh consequences that that other things in life do so you get to learn you really get to learn because you have all that pressure even though it's a little bit fabricated so um there's been so much learning for our guys and um you know, one of the things that, that has been at the top of our list uh, since this time last year was this idea that um, it's not really control the controllables. It's more about um, refusing to um, 
refusing to grab onto excuses. We've talked about this a little bit. Um, You know, a cancer for an athlete, I kid you not, it's the worst thing for an athlete and a team is ready-made excuses. It, It just is the worst because when you're going through the grind and putting yourself through the pain and torture and suffering that you do as an athlete, where you challenge yourself emotionally and physically every day, um, and pushing yourself beyond any limits that might be comfortable, um, having ready-made excuses the worst of, and we've had COVID sitting on the shelf all year long, <laughs> ready for um, action. <laughs> yes, and and it's just it's there, and people, it's, you know, it's acceptable. It's an acceptable excuse. Yeah, that... and um, I was so proud of our guys this summer. You think about the dog days of the summer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you've just lost the NCAA tournament, you don't even know if you're going to have a season coming up, and you have to make the decision when you're going to actually go in and do your second workout of the day on your own um, when there's no games in sight. And it's moments like that when all of us want to grab onto the COVID excuse and be like, I don't even know if we're playing. Why am I going to torture myself like this? And then uh, certainly through the course of the season, we had so many games canceled and rescheduled. And um, my, my guys have been incredible, like astoundingly incredible, about refusing to grab for that excuse that's sitting right there in front of us. Just kind of keeping the blinders on and saying, no, we're going to get better today. And yeah. of all of the lessons that we've, you know, all the challenges we face and, and, and the things we've, we've had to fight this year, that's been the one thing that I've been most, most proud of these guys. They've been willing to do that. And it's super yeah. impressive. And it's going to bode well for them through, through their whole lives. Yeah, and it is. It's such a, an important life lesson to get there. In fact, really interesting. I was talking with my uh, friend and our, our pollster, Scott Rasmussen, this morning. And uh, an interesting number for you, Coach. of Americans were happy they had the COVID excuse so they didn't have to go to functions they didn't want to go to. (laughs) So it's super interesting, right? Yeah, really interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. So one of the side products of this world experience that we're we're going to. Yeah. So as you look at, at, again, unique setting uh, in the bubble. Uh, also unique setting in that you're uh, only a few days away from uh, March Madness tipping off and you, you aren't exactly sure who your opponent is. Uh, so what's the mental strategy uh, for you as the leader and for the team as you sort of double prepare uh, for either UCLA or Michigan State? Yeah, we, we kind of laughed about this when, you know, we were, you know, of course, uh, Selection Sunday is just a, it's, it's a penultimate moment for us, right, in the course of the season. And and um, and so it's such an exciting day, and and uh, so you know, of course, we were our draw was the very last uh, bottom half of the left side of the bracket, the very last teams announced, and uh, so there was this rush of excitement when we got called out as the six because we thought that was our ceiling. We thought we were yeah. anywhere between a six and eight, and we got the six, and uh, we were so excited. And then right on the heels of that, they announced the eleven. And, and it, the, you know, it's two teams, which just seems so incredibly appropriate for us in this COVID year because you've had it. Like this has been a year of contingency plans. I mean, yeah. we've spent so many, literally hundreds of hours coming up with contingency plans for everything, and so we just kind of chuckled to ourselves, and be like, "Yep, why would it? Why would it stop now? <laughs> it's just, it's just what we signed up for this year." And so going into it, you know, we're. Uh, we're doing a full prep for both teams. 
Um, it takes more time. It takes more yeah. energy from our guys. It takes more time from us. But it's clearly worth it. And um, you know, there's advantages on the back end of that. We've done it. You know, we've done it several times this year where we've had to do multiple preps or or, or really quick turnaround preps and. And so we've got a lot of experience doing it, so that's how we're approaching it. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, one last question for you before we cut you loose, Coach. We know you've got a jam-packed day, two teams to prepare for, and a host of media to do there inside the bubble in Indianapolis. Uh, if you're just joining us, we've got BYU head basketball coach Mark Pope on the line with us. And uh, as you've looked at your team, as you've gone through the year, as you said, a, a lot of unexpected, a lot of changes, not bowing to the ready-made excuse uh, what has surprised you? Uh, what have you learned? What have you learned as the coach from your guys uh, as you've gone through a, a really uh, un- unprecedented, is the overused term? But what have you learned during the course of this pandemic? Um, I think it's inspiring how I think the, com- the capability of these young people is so inspiring. I don't know how much we hear that right now. Mm. Um, I, I think it's daunting and I think it's humbling to see. Uh, potential that that maybe um, in in this next generation of young people, the potential that we are failing to harness in them, I think is mm. um, I think it's it's a little bit scary and humbling because they've got it, like they have it. Uh, these young people that I get to work with every single day, they are extraordinary human beings with so much potential in there uh, that it's our job to unleash. And um, and so I think it's both inspiring and and uh, and and a cautionary tale for us that you know we we got to do a good job with the, this this young group of this next generation because they they have the goods man we just kind of have to help them get to them yeah absolutely and coaches we uh, as we get ready for Saturday uh, we're all going to be watching we're all going to be engaged it is the most wonderful time of the year what should we be <laughs> watching for early in the game what's a signal that you're going to be sending uh, through your guys in those early moments, regardless of the opponent, that we should be watching for. Yeah, we've had a we've had a thing the last uh, four weeks, really. Um, uh, ever since we lost to Gonzaga in Game Two, uh, we were really disappointed with the, the the physicality of the game with with us. And so it comes down to just that simple. Um, you know, are we are we locked in and knocking bodies around and joining in the physicality of the match? You know, this is a. I think this is such an incredible sporting event because it's a single elimination tournament with with teams from across the country and those teams that can roll in from the tip, being fully physically engaged, um, tend to have success here. There's sometimes there's a lot of ugly basketball in this tournament because there's a lot of nerves and a lot of newness. And so what, what what gets you over the top is you're physically engaged. You know, how are we going to manage ball screens? How physically? How are we going to be on the glass? How are we going to be physically in transition? The physicality of the game is, is a number one key for us. All right, fantastic. Well, Coach, uh, we always appreciate your leadership. We appreciate your perspective and the lessons that you teach, uh, not just the members of your team, but the community uh, and the country. And it is uh, – Really the most wonderful time of the year. So thanks for joining us. Thank you for getting us all ready for March Madness. I, I love the theme song. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Game on, Coach. We'll talk soon. All the best. You're listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick with us. Much more to come on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. Oh, 
There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.